This is a National Arts Center podcast. Welcome to the We Love Canadian Music Podcast. I'm your host, NAC Presents Executive Producer, Heather Gibson. We Love Canadian Music brings you up-close and personal interviews with Canadian musicians on far-ranging topics from life on the road to the artists they find most inspiring. Join us every two weeks for a new interview. So let's back up a little bit. So where are you guys from? We're from the big, bustling metropolis of Upper Muscadabit, Nova and I Scotia. Are, sorry to interrupt. Rosanna and I are siblings. Yes. So, yeah, oh, shut the door. Yeah. I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah, we are. Yeah. It's true. Oh, how about that? Yeah. And you're all from Upper Muscadabit? Just the two, the two, the two of, of us. us yeah. And then Jackson and Claire are both from Halifax. I feel like I should take the word Muscadabit and make all the other podcast people try and say it. <laughs> I mean, that was like the first thing we learned in elementary school. Was it's how, how to, to say spell. where you... Oh, Which how, is slightly easier than spelling it. M-U-S-Q-U-O-D-O-B-O-I-T. Yeah. Yeah. My my parents have lived now in the Valley for about five years, and my mom still just murders that word. Yeah. 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 It's, That's it's fair. If you difficult. saw it spelled, you wouldn't... That wouldn't tell you how Being to Being on like sports it. teams and stuff was quite That must have been hard on the on the jersey, that whole Yeah, it, yeah. It Upper Muscadabit. I can't believe there's like so there's what, five of you from Upper Muscadabit? No, just, no, just no. the two of oh, us. Yeah, Claire okay. and Jackson are both from I was like, like what are the chances? Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> no. Claire and Jackson are both from Halifax. Paul's from Oshawa originally, but he's been in the Maritimes for 15 years or something right. at this point. It's almost yeah. some, he's got 10 years or so. Yeah, before people say he's, I'd say he's, he's got, from the East Coast. He's got full status now. He oh, kind of really? just yeah. tells people that he's an East Coaster because yeah. okay. he's been there for so long, and he went to university in Sackville, New Brunswick. So like, yeah, he's, oh yeah, he's, he's, he's been, been he's been edging his way into this for he a while. He has yeah. totally, yeah. totally. Yeah. But uh, and so, how did you all meet then? Obviously, not you two met, but yeah. Well, I feel like there's sort of. Two groups There's that merged in a way, and we were things. the connection, the two of us. I think so, so Paul and I went to university together, like almost fifteen years ago now. And Rosanna and Claire and Jackson all studied music together at, at Dow, Dow in Halifax. Oh, okay. And so yeah. Clayton and I were we had our own like duo instrumental music thing yeah. going on. And Clayton had moved home from BC to play music with me when I graduated university. Right. And then he went to Hillsburn, where Paul was living at the time, and. 2014 right. um, to visit just to visit an old friend and yeah. he came back to the city and was like hey Paul has all these really great songs um, like they're really good we should just go play them for fun and see what happens and Jackson was living with us at the time and he just happened to be free and so we all went down and ended up playing music all weekend all day all night just like Drinking beer and eating chicken and playing music. <laughs> eating chicken. Yeah, I think Remember we, we roasted a chicken. I have that memory in my head. Yeah. <laughs> what we're going to need is a chicken. We need yeah. a full chicken. Chicken really brings people together. Yeah. yeah. It's true, actually. And then we did that again. And then we really quite quickly were just like, let's do this. Within a month, yeah. Paul moved to the city yeah. and, right. and we started. Yeah, um, Paul sold his house. To moved, his dad, actually, which was really moved helpful. Moved to Halifax and... <laughs> We yeah we all just started working on the band. And so were you at the Mount full time. taking music? I was at Mount A in uh, no 
Paul and I both studied history. Right. Um, and yeah, I don't, neither of us has any formal music training whatsoever. Right. Yeah. So we're always sort of leaning on, on these guys. It's funny to, when we're arranging songs because there's like two sets of language. Right. There's like the music school language where we're talking about like the time signature and, and what sort of accents to play and like mm-hmm. blah, 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 yeah. blah. And Clayton and Paul just waiting and then we sort of translate it. I feel like we've picked up some of the lingo, but totally. a lot of the times we're just. But I think there's like using, been a bit of a compromise now. We kind of yeah. changed our language. Yeah. So that and we so are the Hillsborough songs, are they written? Like, are you guys, the two of you that don't have music background, are you in a position of, of reading, learning to read music? No, no none of no. it's written out. None of it's written yeah, out. Yeah, nothing. It's all just yeah. lyrics, and yeah. um, Paul will send us a recording. Of it. And, yeah, and every now and then, if Jackson has a particular idea for, like, mm. I don't know, a drum beat or something, he's he'd study composition, so he'll write something out for Claire, or he writes all of the, the horn charts. So, like, we have that expertise. Paul and I don't have to... Yeah. To learn anything like that. All the all the horn sections and string parts on the album Jackson wrote out and right. arranged. Yeah. And, so right. what was it like growing up in Upper Muscadabin? I guess first of all, tell people where that is because you know they're not, I don't it's think like everyone knows where. Smack dab in the middle That's of Nova exactly Scotia. That's exactly what I was gonna say. Yeah. That's what I it's usually smack say. Smack dab in the middle of the mainland. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like farthest away from the water you can get. Kind of. <laughs> sort of. It's true. It's half it an is. hour from the coast. Where else in Nova Scotia can you get that far from the yeah, coast? Yeah. It's. But maybe so like you're a, not uh, you're not coast people then. No, no. you're inland people. We, we are. are. Although you lots know, of farmland. I've been in Halifax for quite a while now. Yeah, so. I mean, I've lived in Halifax <laughs> since 2010. So I, I right. yeah. So were you? Did you grow up in the farm or did you grow up in the town? It, it's no. no, it's it's not even a town. Like it's a stretch of road. It's a hamlet. Yeah, it's, it's like maybe it's population four or five hundred, and that's like spread out for sure. Really spread there out. There was a very large sawmill there when we were growing up, and there is a ton of agriculture. But uh, our dad was a United Church minister, and that's why we were there. Yeah. yeah. And so is it one of those towns that um, – I was just having this conversation. I was just in, recently in Manitoba, and uh, and they haven't moved into an amalgamation thing yet. They're just starting to talk about that. Mm. And so yeah. having lived in Nova Scotia for a long time, I kind of look back at Nova Scotia and, and – and in the reference of Manitoba, uh, who haven't done it that much, they have these towns that are a thousand people, but they still have a school, a hospital, an old folks home, like uh, the town hall. They have all this infrastructure. And sometimes I wonder if these towns in Nova Scotia where they're saying, oh, we need to figure out how to attract people back and how to get jobs, if part of the problem was when they started amalgamating everything. Right. And started to sort of gut their own tax base. Yeah. Of, you know, all of a sudden yeah. there, were no, there were no teachers in the town anymore. Or, right. Or yeah. no healthcare professionals, that kind of thing. Uh, was yeah. Upper Muscadabba one of those towns that got it was sort too of... too small. It yeah. never got to the point of being a, well, more I than mean, a hamlet? For sure those types of struggles have happened there. Like the elementary school that we went to you can't even go to high school in Upper Muscadabit. You have to go to Middle Muscadabit, yeah, fifteen minutes the down the road. But uh, is there a Lower Muscadabit, or is it just Muscadabit? People call that Muscadabit Harbor. Well, no, uh, that often. Lower Muscadabit would be like Elderbank Myers Grant, I think. So there's no place called that, but there's a part of the Muscadabit Valley that people refer to as Lower Muscadabit. Bottom of the river. Yeah. How do you s- <laughs> how do you spell Myers Grant? M e a g h e r. Yeah, think. it's a g h, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know if there's another classic an Nova Scotia before oh, the S or I not. Th- yeah, I don't know. I'm not yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah. So there's so. a lot of those in Nova Scotia. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Even and the, the school that we went to, the elementary school, uh, was almost closed several times. Yeah, that's, what, not, I, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. Like, exactly what you're talking about. It's got that 60 kind of struggles happened from, around that school. And it's still open now, but when I was there, I think it peaked at 100 students, and now it's literally 30 or 40, I is think. Is it? It was 60 yeah. when I left, yeah. I think. 
Yeah, I think it's much smaller than that now. Yeah. But the sawmill must have been a big industry at some point. Is it's it still? Huge. It, it, there's a pellet mill there. So it was actually at one point, I don't know how much of the history of Upper Muscadabba you're interested in, but it, <laughs> it was actually at one point the largest sawmill east of Quebec. Like right. very Like three shifts, hundreds of people employed there. And then they expanded and built a, a pellet mill. And then, how long ago would it have been now? Maybe almost 15 years. I don't know how long the whole original sawmill part of it um, went bankrupt, closed down, but the pellet mill is still there. Mm. But it's a much smaller operation. So the, the place has changed a lot. And a lot of people are commuting to work from there. Now. Do you find any of that affects your music? about who you are as creative people and growing up in that kind of environment? Maybe, like, definitely, I've, I don't know if you have a more clear answer to this, no. but I feel like, like, feel like for me it um, affects the way I see things, like my yeah. general sensibility. Mm. I don't know about, which I guess has to relate to the way you approach music or it's all sort of do anything. But yeah, but... Uh, definitely it shapes how you see the world. Yeah. Yeah, when yeah. you grow up in a place like that. I imagine, too, with a... United Church minister dad shaped a little bit of how you see the world. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Uh, yeah, for sure. For the two of us, like, we knew a lot of people of all ages, right. which I realized afterwards, well, afterwards I mean, isn't I, common for people our age. I grew up, I mean, we all grew up playing music, but when I was in junior high and high school, I would leave school several times a month to go play funerals because most of the people I knew were over the age of 75. Right. Because yeah. it, that's like... You know, growing up in the, in the... You're just cutting your teeth on the funeral scene. You're right. <laughs> and, like, actually, those are my and first And the senior yeah. scene. Senior yeah. dance is like nice. That, yeah, so huh? we played... Once a month, we played the senior dance, yeah. and I ended up playing for many, many of those people's funerals, which was, like, a yeah. really strange thing when you're in high school, junior right. high. People are like, why, why are you leaving school? I'm like, I'm playing a funeral. Yeah. Again? I got yeah. a funeral game. Uh, yeah, yeah. no. It's a weird <laughs> thing that I do. Yeah, yeah. Did you guys know that there was a rubber band factory in Nova Scotia? Where? No. Yeah, there was like, which is way down by Bridgetown area. Okay. Oh. Was like this massive rubber band factory. Look it up on the internet. All right. Rubber band. I had and, no idea. Uh, yeah, it's this massive thing that's been left desolate now. Okay. Something to do, I believe it went it went bankrupt, but something to do with the supply of, of rubber. Okay. And like when something to do with trade and whatever else. At some else. point in the 20th yeah, century? You, yeah, it's, yeah. It's not been that long that it's been closed. Like okay. maybe since the 80s? Yeah. I don't know. Google yeah. it. It's a good time though. Cause, and then you go and find it. So whenever you're not on tour yeah. and you're just like, here's some things I want to see in Nova Scotia. Because when I drove by it the first time, cause my parents had moved down to the Lawrencetown area. Yeah. And they are backroads people. If there is a backroads, that's where my parents are. And yeah. they're finding somebody who is selling the weirdest thing on the side of the road. My dad is talking to that guy. So yeah. they, they found this rubber band factory. And so when I drove past, it is huge. Like it's That's wild. It's totally wild, and I had no idea. I, I did not know that either. Yeah, and I don't even know why in the middle of Nova Scotia you would decide to yeah. have that. Because I don't think we have anything that would make rubber bands. Not that I know of. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I don't know much about the I rubber band industry. I don't know anything about the construction of a rubber band. <laughs> There's a lot you say. can learn here in this yes. podcast. You're going to want to take some things down so you yeah. can do no. some, some Googling back in the van. Yeah. <laughs> so, we do a lot of Googling. You do a lot, <laughs> a lot of Googling. Googling. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> So uh, where are you on your tour right now? Is this sort of the middle or is this? This is pretty much the end. It's really, it is the end. It is say. the end. Yeah. It's the last show really that we're doing um, in support of the album we put out last year. Right. Yeah. And so you're on your way home. Yeah. 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 We actually, so we were on the road for three weeks out west and then we were home for a few days. So we actually have, are here from home. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. 
And so, uh, and you're, you're, are you guys who like pile in the van and get on the road? Is that well, kind of- our, our van is sadly not here at the moment. Normally, She's- yes. Oh. Yeah, the van's in the shop right now. So we uh, rented a couple minivans. Uh, it's not the same. It's not as much fun. Yeah. Right, because you actually like talking to your bandmates. We have it's weird. With the more time we spend together, the more we enjoy spending time together. This last like three week tour out west yeah. was so much fun. We yeah. and we were still at the end of it. Like, do you guys want to hang out? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's think, wrong with us? Why do we still like each other? <laughs> That's I, good though. I That's think good. a lot of it is just we've done it so much that we've figured out how to get along yeah. you know like you gotta you gotta you gotta be able to read the body language and yeah. the signs figure and out like, who needs coffee when and yeah we yeah. just who have good systems for doing everything and... at this point so yeah. it's easy and fun and yeah. so what's next are you gonna take a break are you going to back in the studio or we just started working on new songs actually which is really exciting yeah um, so just sort of generally thinking about where we're going to record, how we're going to record, all that yeah. stuff. Sort of starting the process all over all again. All over again. We're going to South by Southwest <laughs> next month, oh, which we've never done before. It's intimidating but exciting. Yeah, so that's yeah. the next. It thing. is an intimidating thing, but you'll have fun. Yeah, totally. Yeah, so I hope you guys have a great show tonight. Thank, Thank you, you very Thank much. You, Thank you so much for coming in. Oh, oh yeah. All right. Our, yeah, for sure. Thank, Thank you. you. Thanks for listening to We Love Canadian Music. If you like what you heard, subscribe to the podcast. We hope you'll give NAC Presents a like on Facebook and find us online by searching for NAC Presents. This has been a National Arts Centre podcast produced in Ottawa by NAC New Media. Send us your comments and questions. Email us at nacpodcasts at gmail.com. Visit the podcast section of the iTunes store where you can rate and comment on this podcast. We love to hear from you. Remember, you can find more great NAC podcasts at necpodcast.ca or search on National Arts Centre on iTunes and subscribe for free. Until next time, goodbye from Canada's National Arts Centre.